Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? How are we doing? Well, I'm going to start this stopwatch. Timer. That was the least lackluster intro. Well, I oh, are we doing it again? Oh, I was going to just keep talking. Oh. <laughs> All right. I didn't mean to. Roll, roll the intro. <laughs> Man, super glad that you're here hanging out with us That's on right. the tug of more. That is just a conversation between two friends. That's right. Where we are, where we want to be. There's a big space in between it. Our context of life and leadership is through ministry. That's true. And Jesus. Yep. And so we love Jesus around here. That's and our so context, you'll yep. hear us talking about the Bible. Yep. And uh, a lot of our kind of background is church based. Yes. And so I know that a lot of the people that listen to the Tug of More are a part of our church here at More Church. That's right. But then there's people all over the country, really, that are engaged in the content that we're creating. Yep. And man, we're really glad that you're here. Super glad that you're here. It is October. That's right. And so that means that um, all of the Halloween decorations are coming out. Exactly. And I took uh, I took the kids to Sam's the other day, and they had like this giant skeleton witch looking thing yes they're scary as a mug they have all of the like yeah scary spooky like but i've been seeing these huge skeletons oh, is yeah. that what it was it's like no they had that at home depot we saw oh, that at, at home, home depot, depot. it's like 12 foot tall yes it's humongous straight up devil skeleton yeah i'm like oh my word people in our neighborhood they go all out like yeah. they are our our next door neighbors um they will do like a whole like what is it called cemetery yeah. like display but they just moved up to the lake and their daughter bought their house and moved in so i don't know if she will do the same no not but, just that their neighbors we went to their house trick-or-treating last year and uh and they give out candy to the kids yeah and many fireballs sure to the do. adult not they fireball sure like the jawbreaker no not fireball that. like the oh we about to get tipsy they, while we're trick-or-treating <laughs> we're about to get hit by a car <laughs> dude i was it's like true. what so if you need some fireball you can come trick-or-treating <laughs> next door to our house <laughs> no you need to go and need, you know, go drink kidding. some milk <laughs> yes <laughs> drink some milk and so this time of year uh yeah you see all of the costumes people are planning and preparing what what costume are you going to wear? What are you going to do for Halloween? Uh, here at More Church, in the years past, mm -hmm. we've done series that are based in like character, like themes, oh, yep. like costume themes. The very first one we did is still probably my favorite. Uh, we did a walk through Prover Proverbs and we did uh, I Pity the Fool. I Pity the Fool. Yes, which is, uh, mm -hmm, what's his name? Mr. What? T. I was like, I dressed what just up, happened in my brain? I dressed up like Mr. T. We did a video, a video of me slowly transforming into Mr. T and I would go into staff meetings. It was yes. like office style. Yes. And I would be yelling, I pity the fool and stuff. Yes. Except your name is Trustin. So yeah. it was like Mr. T. It was very appropriate. First it was name, wonderful. Mr. Middle name is that period. Last name <laughs> is T. <laughs> so Mr. T it was so. super fun. And we've done, uh, we, we did, did don't, don't Feed Frankenstein. Don't right? Feed Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. Can we roll a little bit of that intro video? What's that, my precious? You're hungry. You know that I can't feed my Frankenstein anymore. That's just not who I am. <laughs> Don't feed Frankenstein. We recorded this and shot this 
and had a guy sing it. We oh, wrote, that's We wrote right. the song. I wrote, well, I wrote the, I mean, it's not a very good song. We well, wrote yeah, the song. It's fun though. But it's kind of an Alice Cooper song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There it is. So we've done lots of different themes like that throughout the years just because it is the month of October. Last year I dressed up like Rocky. Yeah. But I was still relatively chunkier than I am now. And so a bunch of the young adults didn't know what I was. They thought I was dressed up like a trash man. <laughs> Because I was wearing like the gray sweatsuit. That helps your confidence. Yeah, it, it helped my confidence a lot. <laughs> I bet. Pastor, are you a trash man? <laughs> I wanted to just die. I wanted to just be raptured. Yes, well. I'm uh, done. Take me up take like me. Methuselah. Yeah. Was it Methuselah? Yeah, right? I don't remember. I don't remember. I lost Titus. He'll know. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's what the Hall Halloween is in the month of October. But here around the church world, we don't say the word Halloween very often. Whoa, no. That is the devil's holiday. holiday. It actually is the devil's holiday. Yes. We, we call it things like fall festivals, uh -huh. costume Sundays. We say yeah. phrases like that because... Pumpkin party. Yeah. What are they having? Candy use? bash. What's our youth thing called? We you used don't to even have, know. We used to have uh, pumpkin pumpkin smashing. We used to do pumpkin smash. They're, they're, they're doing something else. They're calling it. I got to look it the up The boo now. bash. It's something like that. No, oh, we, no right. we shut that down. No, because boo is ghosts. Oh, what is it called then? We don't, we are missing no ghosts. It. I got to find it. Okay. So we're going to, this is, I don't, I'm not really What's sure <laughs> that I want to do this one. Uh, I'm not sure this is even going to be a good idea. But we're doing it. But we've been asked. Yeah. And if you ask, we're going to talk about it. That's right. Halloween. Halloween. What's the deal? What's the deal with Halloween? What do we think about it? What Did do you, we feel about it? Grown up, what was your... Oh, bro. What so was your my vibe? first memory of a Halloween costume that I wore okay. was being a sheep. You know what we need to do? We need to put some photos in. Do you oh, have a photo of you as a sheep? I don't know if I do. Oh, I but do. But I will try to find... We Brenda, know you Brenda have, was yeah. the best. Yeah, your family was very good at capturing all of those. Yeah. Uh, I remember being a sheep and like my dad was a shepherd and then my sister and I were sheep because <laughs> growing up, the, church that, the first <laughs> church that I grew up in, like when I was younger, was a Baptist church and we would do the theme every year. You had to dress like Bible times. That yeah. was the whole thing. And yeah. so we didn't have Halloween. We had a fall festival. Yeah. And then you would go and you would like walk the gym and they would have like different booths or whatever. Yeah. Is that what you did growing up? Yeah. Our church would have, um, yeah, fall festival. And I remember one year I wanted to be a lion tamer. <clears throat> okay. Like kind of, you know, back in the day, they didn't have all these yeah. new kids movies and stuff. Right, right, right. We didn't have the Avengers when right. I was Right, you didn't have all that, yeah. And so I wanted to be a lion tamer. We went to the zoo or something, I saw a lion tamer. But when we went to, so trick-or-treating, lion tamer. School, yes. lion tamer. Church, Daniel in the lion's den. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't know the difference. No. He just thought Daniel was dressed up kind of crazy. <laughs> Carrying a lion around, <laughs> Dan in the lion's den. That's really funny. Yeah. And then at a certain point, I don't know, sometime in the 90s-ish, uh, then our church transitioned from, well, and we moved uh, churches, but our church transitioned to, we didn't have to do Bible characters, but it was no scary costumes were allowed. Okay. And it would say it on the like advertisement paper flyer thing. It would say like fall festival. And then it asked us like no scary costumes, And you please. say no scary slash I know, slutty. slutty. I knew you were going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because straight up, anything, 
slutty nurse but back then slutty bumblebee back then there was no tiktok back then there halloween was no is the opportunity for girls that used to be in my youth group to dress like some hoes on the internet oh my gosh i have to unfollow <laughs> if him. you were in his youth group i apologize on behalf of him and i don't therefore he did not mean that i don't pull your junk together. but back then put there was no on. tiktok there was no whatever <laughs> and so people would dress yeah in different things one time my cousin and i we were rich snobs is what we decided and all that meant was we wore like fancy dress we just wanted oh. an excuse to wear a fancy dress oh, okay and so like we went to like i don't even know one of the like goodwill type places and found like old-fashioned fancy dresses you, and that was our that's what we were you know one of the greatest costumes that used to be back in the day that yeah. was allowed what was dudes would just dress up like chicks yeah, you can't do that anymore. It's not allowed anymore. No, you can't do that anymore. It used anymore. to be one of the best costumes. Like the Sadie Hawkins dance or whatever yeah. thing. Yeah. But yeah. now? No, you can't do that. Canceled. No, I dress up like a cowgirl a lot of times because I think that was just like easy. easy. No, no, I went all out. My mom. So I think that my mom and dad weren't allowed to um, uh -huh. trick or treat. Right. Like the idea of anything associated with the concept of Halloween was, was the devil. Right, right. And so they weren't allowed to. But then when they had me, my mom went yard. She made me a spider costume once. Here's a picture. And uh, dude, all those arms were connected. And so I had eight arms that moved. I was Elvis one year. Yep. And uh, my dad put a speaker in the guitar and I would walk around and play Elvis music. That's fun. Uh, yeah, all kinds of things. We would go for it. Yes. And so I remember, did, so you, you went trick-or-treating or you only went to fall festivals? Um, we went to both, <clears throat> but we played this game where like we didn't talk about that we had been trick-or-treating <laughs> at the church hold on <laughs> not really played a game i know but you're but 40 years old 40 year old man and you just said we played a game because that's probably what your mom said hey yeah, trusted yeah, we're gonna play this game we're just gonna where we're not gonna tell anybody <laughs> it was so it was very taboo <laughs> yes trick-or-treating right. was very taboo as it still is today correct i remember which is why we're doing this potentially difficult podcast yes i remember uh we lived in bartlesville oklahoma and we were going to our church's fall festival and this is the year that i remember wearing like the red cowgirl hat and like my mom made it wasn't like it wasn't like the teenage years of cowboy which was like oh i barely tried this is like my mom made us full costumes and everything yeah. she like dresses she did i don't know sewed or whatever anyway and so we had these neighbors that we super liked and i remember she kept asking me like are you gonna come to my house for halloween are you gonna come and i was just like no i had never been trick-or-treating in my whole life and i was like mom she keeps asking are we gonna get to go to her house what are we gonna do well my dad worked at the church so he inevitably left before we did of course and so he's at the church early and so my mom is bringing my sister and i to the church and so she was like yeah we can go stop by their house that'll be fine that you know they're our friends we're just going by their house yeah we're not trick-or-treating we're just going by their house right so we go by their house and we trick-or-treat and i'm like oh my word this is so fun and i, I walked to the door and i said trick-or-treat oh my gosh they gave me candy it was amazing and so then i'm like look at my mom and i gave her this face like just like one more right and so she let us go to like six houses yeah and i thought it was the most exciting thing in my whole life and a little bit like i got away with something and yeah. we got in the car and 100 my mom said don't you tell your dad that we did this yeah. we're going to the church yeah. now and that's what we did the rest of the night yeah but i felt all night so cool like i had a secret that i did this amazing cool thing that other people do every year yeah <laughs> so there's this there's this controversy about um halloween and christians celebrating Halloween yeah here's where I stand on it okay let's talk about it I have trick-or-treated every year of my life okay 
And I have taken my children trick-or-treating every year of their lives. Yeah. But I have never celebrated Halloween. Yeah. Yep. I think that participating in a national activity. Correct. That you go outside, you knock on your neighbor's door, you put your kid dressed up as a transformer to go and get some free Kit Kats. For me. Right. Is not devil worship. Right. Now, period. Now, I understand that there is demonic and occultish activities that are associated and affiliated with Halloween. Correct. And I understand that there are somewhere some warlocks that are doing some seances around peanut M&Ms. Yeah. And they pass those things out to the kids. I know that that is a possibility and that's happening. But I and my family are not um, celebrating the occult. Yeah. We're not... That is not what our intent is. No. If you were to call my kids in here and ask them, what's Halloween? <clears throat> Say, oh, Halloween is where we order a costume or we go find a costume. Right. And then we walk around with mommy and daddy and we laugh with Aaron and Whitney and drive on Mr. Aaron's golf cart and we ring doorbells and we get a bucket full of candy. Right. And it's awesome. And then we trade our candy and then we go home. Yeah. Their, their perspective of what Halloween would be would not be occultish. Absolutely. And I think that you said it, like there is a real, there are really, uh, people have convictions. Some people have strong convictions based in what they feel. And I think that that is, this is one of those places where you just have to use your conviction yeah. to make the right decision for you. Because yeah, for me and my family, like we go to our mm. neighbor's houses neighbors who we where we feel safe where we feel uh, joyful and in fact for us it's honestly been one of the best opportunities for us to get to know our neighbors and yeah. able to actually shine the light of jesus wherever yeah. we, we've taught our kids since they were young no matter where you are you're shining uh and no matter where you go no matter who you're with and yet we also teach them that they have to use discernment wherever they go. And so I'll be honest, there are a few houses in our neighborhood that we avoid. Yeah. There are a same. few houses that I know, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not thinking they're doing seances and all those things, yeah. but I know that they're taking it to a different level that which is not really what we're comfortable with. And yeah. so like the fun and the, what you said, the fun of a national, like, night of going together and getting candy with the kids and allowing it to just be fun and joyful. I don't feel like I, for us, we never felt like that was something we were going to keep our kids from being a part of, uh, but rather allow them to see that they can be the light everywhere that they are and yeah. that they can be kind and loving to their neighbors. And, mm. um, and then yet I also know people who have strong convictions and I'm like, Hey, if you have those convictions, I'm not saying you're a weirdo. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. I think you're following the convictions that you have for you and your family. But at the same time, I also think we have to be very aware and use proper discernment of where we allow ourselves to step, where we allow our feet to go, where we allow our kids to go. And so like, again, a neighborhood with your friends and, and fun, like that's one thing, but, but it is a real thing to talk about like Halloween and avoiding certain things. Cause like for me, I've never watched Friday the 13th on Halloween. Right. I've never uh, even watched, I don't even know. I, I, the other day I was on the treadmill and like watching a show on my phone, like while I was on the treadmill and the ad now is out for some new, like right. scary, weird, demonic yeah. movie that is out. And like, you have to be super aware of it in this season that it kind of like freaked me out. Like I had to be like, I am not listening to this. I am not even paying attention to it while it's happening because 
there is a real well, enemy. Which let's talk about that. Which yeah. is why I kind of think that we need to do this episode. Absolutely. Because every October rolls around, and what happens is, is in your Netflix queue and your Hulu right. queue or whatever, is all of these scary movies. Yeah that pop up that then we just think, oh, it's that time of year. We're going to just watch some of this stuff. Right. And I think that we have to be very aware of where our line is. Yes. Everybody should have a line that they draw. Yeah. Everybody's line is probably going to be a little bit different depending upon your experience, your education, your conviction. Right. Your, your, how you were raised. But there should be a line. There shouldn't be no line. And I think the danger is that when October rolls around is that people just start letting all of this stuff into their minds, into their homes, into their children's lives without realizing that they're not drawing a line. Right. And I think some of this stuff is like demonic. Absolutely. And and like, and no, are you not going to be demon possessed if you watch this movie? No. Well, maybe, maybe not. But what you're doing is you're opening a doorway into this idea that then makes it fun yeah or makes it mystical or makes it not real right and because we're watching movies with seances and curses and all this magical stuff then we think that well i'm gonna go see a palm reader it's not a big deal right or i'm gonna do my horoscopes right my horoscopes aren't a big deal or you know what i'm gonna go and buy some crystals because they put off good energy and where listen all of that stuff is connected to a cultish activity, which we should not be associated with as believers. Right. But I think that we we have to decide where's our line. And and so what I can hear on the other side of that is somebody, and I have had people talk to me, okay, well, if you feel like there's a line that has to be drawn, then why not avoid it altogether? If this does not bring glory to God, why not avoid it altogether? And my, you can. my, my, yeah, my thought is you can, but then the other part is there's lots of things in life that don't bring glory to God that we're still, a part of and so what's true is we have to be willing to draw lines in every area of our life right you and titus uh well we all have gone together to see monster truck shows yeah monster truck shows do not inherently like bring glory to god that's not what their no. purpose is yeah but they're fun and they're engaging yeah. and they're but then i'm sure that there's like rowdy dudes at the monster truck shows yeah. and so there's a line that you have to teach your son to yeah. draw yeah and so i'm like in in this i understand the the like thought or the idea of well why don't you if you're saying it's demonic then why don't you just avoid it altogether but to me it was really important as a parent especially to teach my kids how to be in the world but not of it that they're going to live in a world that is going to have all kind of things the internet does not inherently bring glory to god but i can teach my kids how to properly use those things in order to have an enjoyable life be able to be a part of the real world that they live in, but not necessarily fall prey to some of the traps that are there. I think that it 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 becomes a slippery slope and we have to really decide where we're drawing the line. Right. All over the place. Exactly. That's why because I just feel like it's like, an important caveat to have. If the other extreme right. is that we just go and buy a compound somewhere and we we move out of this mm-hmm. world. Yep. Because like do you still shop at Target? Right. Because if you shop at Target, they support um, all kinds of things, non-biblical yeah. beliefs. Yeah. You still buy Starbucks ever? Right. Do you give them a dollar a year? Right. Well, they have been really vocal about supporting agendas that are not biblical. Right. I remember. Uh, I remember when I was young, in the city that we lived in, it was a dry, 
um, county. county. Yeah. Which means they didn't sell alcohol. And then they started, they like allowed it that they could start selling alcohol at grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And it was this big thing in the churches they were talking about it. And so people were like, we're not going to go to these grocery stores. <laughs> and so we'd drive far to go and buy groceries. Oh, wow, but after yeah. a while, it was like, dude, because they sell beer in this grocery store, we still have to function. Right. We still have to go buy food. Right. And so like that line for a lot of good, well-intended families, the line had to move. Right. And it's not like, I, I just, I don't know where the line gets drawn and it's different. It's different for no, everybody. It's different for and everybody. so for me, I just think it's important. taking my kids trick-or-treating and um, giving them that, that experience yeah. in a more sheltered context, I think is better than trying to pull them away and avoid Right. Avoid everything. Well, because something my husband used to say uh, that that really is something we kind of took into our parenting is like if everything is wrong, then as as young people, you start to question, well, then maybe nothing is wrong. If we don't teach our kids that actually we live in a world where we have to make decisions, we have to trust the discernment of the Holy Spirit to really learn how to draw proper lines. Because if we just say that we have to avoid everything all the time and everything we're against and we and we ban everything and we're against everything then that's very confusing and then like you said it's not realistic right and then what can often happen is a rebellion to swing to the other direction right which i strongly believe um i really strongly believe that because of our willingness to say hey we're going to talk about all the things and then we're going to together talk about the line that that there is that's what helps make healthy whole individuals and so i think it's important part of the conversation there's nothing wrong with watching football right but there's some guys that watch football and they get drunk every game. Yeah. Well, then maybe that's not the best. And they sit on their couch from Thursday to Sunday night, Monday night football, all the things. They don't help their wife with nothing. They don't do nothing. They get like, hammered. They drink 10,000 calories. They yeah. eat 10,000 calories of food and they punch holes in the drywall. Right. If you just looked at that, right. football, football is bad. Football is bad, right. But then if you look at groups of guys getting together and doing yeah. fantasy football and buying jerseys and cheering and having fun, football's not Football's not bad. Right. And so I think that we have to have a real honest look at what do we do? And so like, yeah. Um, and it, like you said, and this, this has been a contention for Rachel and I. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Rachel grew up in Mexico on the mission field until she was 10. Yeah. And so there the occultish activity was a real thing. People would try to cut Rachel's hair and to cast spells on her family. Right, like right, right. weird, weird stuff yeah. was happening in Mexico and still is. The Day of the Dead, that that culture in Mexico, the spirit realm is something that they're a little bit more in tune yeah. than we are here. And so it's something Rachel and I have had to had to kind of process yeah. and understand. And it's not always easy. It's not always easy. And so I think it's just important to say every family makes their own decisions and their own line, but, but there is a line that then becomes a dangerous territory to walk into. You and I, over the last decade, we have friends, relatives, even employees that we've had to have conversation with about what that line is of things that are like, hey, actually what you're a part of is a very dangerous slope. Yeah. And like not allowing what you said, doors to open to things that then really do take us into uh, the occult. Like that is that is a slippery and a scary thing. And so I think it's important now that we've talked about, okay, draw on the line, but what are some things that we should Definitely, as believers, stay away from. Um, yeah. So uh, 
I think that let's, let's, so there's kind of some categories. I yes. think that there's like places. Yeah. I think there's media. Yeah. And I think there's like actual activities. Yeah. So I would say that it's not smart to put yourself in a compromising situation. Yeah. Where you don't really know what's happening around there. Right. I'm not taking my kids to haunted houses. No. That are um, over the line. Now again, the line's different for everybody. Yeah. I think now I I haven't been to um, Six Flags, but like oh, yeah. Six Flags, yeah. they have Fright Night, and yeah. I don't know like how far they go. Yeah. But I can imagine that that's going to be a tamer version right. than what they're doing at that place in Fort Worth with a giant eight foot or eight uh, story demon right. that like people are puking and passing out and they're yes. grabbing you and people are getting in fights and there's oh, drugs word. sold in the parking lot. Like, I'm not really sure that that's going to be a great environment um, yeah. for you to go and, and feel edified after you, after you leave. Absolutely. I think that's a dangerous thing. And maybe we should be aware too, that there's some age restrictions. Oh, for sure. I, oh, um, man. I can't tell you how many times grief. my son will come home and he'll tell me stories about movies that his friends are watching. Yeah, yeah. He's nine, yeah. eight. And they're wa they're watching. I'm shocked at the movies that parents let their kids yeah. watch. Yeah. That are scary movies, that are violent movies, right. that are full of profanity. Um and like or I'll go to the movie theater. That's, what, that's what I was thinking. The four of us will go to a movie we theater were, to watch we a movie. Went. And we there's a, the there's a six year old in yes. there, and I'm like, this is scary for me kind of an adult level like yeah we went and saw it it, now, was, this, the, it was the rambo movie yeah the right? rambo movie yeah the most recent one it's about child trafficking and there's parents in there with nine-year-old ten-year-old girls yeah. i'm like guys you're gonna traumatize this right. girl it's or terrifying. you're gonna desensitize them that's the concern yeah and there's this new thing out uh something five finger freddy is that a thing it's like a kid there's like made a tv show Oh, about um freddy krueger oh. as a kid and it's like a cartoon oh, and wow. they're bringing chucky and all these other and all, all oh, these other word. characters yeah. into this kid's cartoon and it's being like pushed to kids yeah and parents just think it's hulu or netflix but it's all of the same occultish yeah magical demonic stuff yeah that we just have to be aware of like me as an adult chucky is comical right i'm like Pfft. This is stupid. Like, right. this is stupid. I'm not actually scared. But if I allow my son to watch yeah. that, that's going to create fear in yeah. him that I don't think is worth yeah. exposing him to yet. Right. No, it, it, you have to be aware of what it does to you, um, what it does to them, and what it does to you. Not long ago, I was mentoring someone um, in our church and our team, and they were struggling through just some, like, anxiety, some, some panic, some, some fear, some real fear. And then I found out that at night they were watching these like scary, scary yeah. movies. And I was like, Hey, do you not see the correlation between the fear that you are walking in your daily life and the fear that you're bringing into your bedroom late at night? Right. Like, and she was very like, no, those are not connected. I'm like, no, this is they, funny. This soothes me. Right. That's what it was. This right. is like how I can turn my brain off. I'm like, no, no, no. This is actually, uh, like really something that I think is affecting you. I remember when I was pregnant with McKinley, I was reading these James Patterson books and they're like mystery novels, but they're also like murder mystery novels. And there was one that was just very intense. And I was like reading it and I was having these dreams and like when you're pregnant, you have crazy dreams anyway, hormones, all the things. And so I remember telling Aaron, like, I don't know, I keep having these crazy dreams. And he's like, Hey, 
do you not think those books you're reading might yeah. be associated with these dreams that you're having? And I was like, huh, I never thought of that. So I stopped reading it. Imagine that the yeah. dreams went away. 100%. And like, I think we sometimes don't give enough, uh, like respect to what we're actually bringing into our head, what we're bringing into our ears, what we're bringing into our mind and, and, and how that can really affect us. I, uh, used to love watching oh what's the name of the show it's like a police show special unit oh yeah um like like you like, uh, kind yeah of it's thing? got it's got ice cube or ice tea or oh, one yeah, of those yeah, guys yeah. in it yeah. which one is it yeah that's a special victims unit so, what yeah, is yeah, that? yeah yeah and so i used to watch that and then uh i realized that dude it's getting into my dreams yeah, it's getting yeah. into me because it's all sexually based it's all about somebody getting raped somebody getting molested right. someone getting murdered and they're body all cut up yeah. and I would watch the show I had it on my is back when we had DVR oh yeah yeah so I'm DVRing it and I'm watching it every single week watching this show and I started to re oh and I was watching um there's a there was a show in Chicago police officers in Chicago yeah Chicago PD Chicago PD yeah. and dude it's so much murder and so intense and yeah. everybody's getting raped and I was watching all this and it was it was like it was yeah. like turning me up yeah. a little bit and yeah. I realized this is like pornography. Right, right. It's just for violence. Yeah. And for like deviantness. Yeah, yeah. And I had to make a decision that I drew a new line in the sand for myself where I was like, I'm not going to watch this anymore. Right. Because it's, it's, it's affecting me. Yeah. If a guy watches pornography, it affects how he views every other woman. Right. Every other woman in right. your like age demographic that you're attracted to is affected because of what you're watching. And I think as we watch this kind of content, man, it, 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 it affects stuff. Yeah. It's super, it's one super of the most true. dangerous things about it is that it desensitizes us to the reality that there is a devil Yeah, and there is demonic activity around us. And it turns into just a funny, like, Oh man, this is just a movie. Right. Because we're watching, I remember uh, years ago when Harry Potter came out, there was yeah. a big divide in the church. Yeah, yeah. Because it's this kid's thing that's about spells and witches and warlocks. Right. People got mad. Yeah. And I don't know, I haven't let my kids watch Harry Potter. Because I understand the argument. Right, right. This is the, this is the gateway of right. like that kind of content. And I think as parents, we just have to guard our yeah. kids of what we're going to allow them to engage in. Well, because the world is not going to is the biggest thing. No, and they're going to put your child as a product. You're right. They're pushing a product on your exactly. Kid. And in the world we live in today, even do, even from the years that you and I went trick or treating in fall festival, yeah. is drastically different. We already yeah. joked about it. Like there's not there were not the same costumes then no. that there is now. Yeah. Even as far as all of the like scary crazy ones, yeah. and so like. The world is not going to put lines in the sand for our kids. The, the world is not going to draw uh, delineations, but we have to we have to be intentional to do that. And like you said, the line's different for everybody. There might be somebody that's like, oh, I watch Chicago PD and it's fine for me. Cool, that's cool for you. We're not saying you're bad for watching Chicago PD. No. It's finding the line that's right for you and then understanding. I have to constantly evaluate that line. Yeah. Like constantly, because also the world around us changes. And so what what used to be a PG-13 movie that I might've allowed in my house yeah. to watch, I might not be able to allow anymore because the rules changed and the yeah. things are different. We just have to be aware of, the, of what we're allowing in because it really can become a slippery slope of, of all kind of terrifying yeah. things. Yeah. And so I think in October, we just have to be aware of where our line is. Yeah. 
Where's our line for us? Where's our line for our family? It's something you have to have a conversation with with your spouse. Yeah. Um, I had one verse that I wanted to read. Do it. Um, that I think is the one that kind of gets brought up a lot around Halloween. It's Deuteronomy 18, um, verses 10 through 14. It says, let no one be found among you. Now it starts like real intense. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist who casts, who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. This is the verse that is um, most generally associated with right. like Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And when I read this for my house, let, it, the first sentence is really important. Let no one be found among you who. Right. Well, there's no one found among me who's right. consulting witches. Right. There's no one f- f- among me right. that's doing any of those things. Now, there might be people who are doing those things on this certain day or in this certain region, but they're not found among me. Right. And so... So yeah, man, there's, there's some lines that we have to draw. No, it's super. And I get, I get, I, I have a hard time with it every single year because as a church, we're party starters. You referenced it earlier, or maybe the last episode that we love to throw a party. And so around here on the Sunday, closest to October 31st, we have a costume Sunday. Like I said, I dressed up like Rocky this year. I'm dressed up like a costume. I don't know if I should tell them yet. I don't know. I'm dressed up in a costume this year and, uh, and I'm torn because I know that there's families that draw the line in a farther location than maybe I draw it for my family. Right. And then I know that there's others who straight up wearing crystals and getting and reading palms. Right. We had a lady who's on our worship team that we didn't even know it. She's tried out, signed up, got on our worship team. And then before we know it, we see her on social media that she's like, reading people's fortunes. And so we had to have a conversation and say, yeah. sorry, this is not biblical. Here's what the Bible has to say. And she no longer attends the church, which yeah. is sad for me. But like, it's, it's, it, I have a hard time with it. I remember one year, well, for years as a church, we would help out. The police would do a fall festival. Right. And they call it fall festival, but it's a Halloween party. Right. Bounce houses and candy and all the things. And we would go and send hundreds of volunteers and help with this fall yeah. festival. And so we um, used our portable sound system and we set it up and we would play music mm-hmm. and they would give us kind of a playlist to play. Right. And we would play like the monster mash, you know, and we would play uh, all these kind of right. famous kind of Halloween songs. And I remember that we played Michael Jackson um, thriller. Yeah. And I had a family come up to me this is years ago. This is like, Aristide beginning right. years. I had this family come up to me and they said, Pastor, you should not be playing Michael Jackson through the church sound system. He's a pedophile. And I remember like hearing that right. and like understanding right. they're like, you use these same speakers to sing worship out on Sunday right. and now you're playing like secular music right. for a demonic holiday and I, I remember being torn and yeah. I didn't turn the music off and they got mad and they left the church. Yeah. They were there volunteering, wearing our t-shirt, coming to serve. And there was this big gap 
And so all the things, I've, I've had people that get mad that we have Santa Claus at Christmas at the church. Right. They get mad that we have an Easter bunny um, at Easter. And, and I understand that Jesus is the reason for the season of Christmas, but no one's worshiping Santa, right. at least that are associated with us. Right. We say from the stage, we don't worshiping Santa Claus. He's just glitz and glam. Right. This is about Jesus. No one's worshiping the Easter bunny. This is about Jesus. And I think that with, with Halloween, there's not a Jesus association. Right. Like there is Christmas right, and right, Easter. Right, right. But that's the true is still that we're not celebrating the right. occult. Well, and so the verse you read is very, very specifically talking about sin. Yeah. And so the reason why we're talking about drawing the lines of delineation in, in some of the things we allow into ourselves is because we understand that there's a very real enemy who's out to steal, to kill, and to destroy our life. That's his whole purpose and his whole job. So what we don't want to do is open the door to things that would allow him, to, like you said, that was bringing, watching Chicago PD, it was bringing almost like rage and violence yeah. into you, which right. could have caused you to sin yeah. in a violent way or in a rage-filled way. But at the same time, what you're talking about reminds me of this verse in, in 1 Corinthians. It says, I have become all things to all men so that all men save some. So I do all things for the sake of the gospel so that I may become a fellow partaker of it. And the point of it is, simply, is that we can be in the world. That's yeah. what it means, that whole phrase we hear all the time. We can be in the world. We can love our neighbor when we trick-or-treating, but we're not partaking in sin. If you're yeah. not partaking in sin... Ch chill out like a little bit in some things. You were not partaking in sin by right. playing Michael Jackson in a church speaker. No. That's not a sinful thing. I understand that that could be associated with sin, but to who? To you, it was yeah. not sin. And so I think it's just understanding that like we have opportunities as a church to, we have opportunities as a church to reach people who might never come to our church. Right. If we were having a, oh, they're going to dress up and give out candy to our kid. Hey, I'm going to go check out what they're, and when they're here with us, we have an opportunity to present them with Jesus. Yeah. And so like, I just think that that is a piece that we sometimes neglect to speak to is that, hey, we're just doing our best. We're doing as far, we, we say, we'll do anything as long as it's not sin to reach people for the love yeah. of God. And it's important piece. In that, in that portion of scripture, Paul talks about how he wouldn't even eat meat if he could win some. And people use that as an excuse to say that, you know, we should be vegan. But what Paul was saying is that in that day, a lot of the meat that they would eat would have been sacrificed to a false god, right, to a false right, idol. Right. And so what Christians were doing was buying this discounted meat and eating it. Right. And Paul was, and that was offending some Jewish people that they were eating this meat sacrifice. Paul was like, I don't have any problem with this meat. Right. This meat is meat. Those are false gods. You're getting a discount. Eat it up. Right. It doesn't matter. But if it, but if me eating this tainted spiritual meat offends some, I won't eat it. Right. And for me, letting my kids wear a costume and me wearing a costume on a Sunday is the exact in the opposite fashion. Right. If me wearing a costume and allowing our church to have a fun celebratory party day is going to win some, then I think it's worth the gamble. Correct. I think it's worth it because do you know what's happening in the world? Except now you said gamble and I'm like, oh, are we allowed to say gamble? <laughs> It's worth, it's worth, it's, joking. it's worth, it's, it's worth the risk. To right. Me. Right. Because the people that left over Michael Jackson right. would have left over something else. Right. I, because that's not where I draw my line. Right. 
They would have been. I don't some think other- that Michael Jackson is a godsend to humanity. I think the dude had a bunch of screws loose, but I sure am jamming to Thriller. Right. And and so, <laughs> so yeah, that's just that's just not where I draw my line. Yeah. And like, here's what I know: in Arlington, Texas, parents are buying their kids costumes. Kids want a place to go that they can go and go on a little parade and get some candy and go and smile exactly. and get their pictures taken. Right. And I would rather them come here than only go out into the world. Exactly. And then uh, while we're on it, the whole, well, what, what about the occult that preys over candy and does curses over candy and puts it in your kid's bowl? Well, the Bible says that the, the prophets, that the, that the apostles were poisoned and snake bitten and didn't die. Now, people take that way out of context and bring snakes into churches and start <laughs> drinking arsenic and doing much crazy right. stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that that he who is in me is greater than he who exactly. is in the world. Exactly. And so some voodoo doctor can do whatever hocus pocus he wants to do on a Tootsie Roll, and I'm going to be just fine if I eat it because my my God is way stronger than whatever Porsche potion they're going to try to hex they're going to put on me. Now, that doesn't mean that we walk in, in foolishness. Mm-hmm. Don't put yourself in those sketchy compromising no, but that, that's positions. such a pandora's box of like i mean you don't know who's like the packaging person at target that's what I'm saying. and so like maybe they're praying over the things too like we right. can't be living in fear of what if over things that yeah. we have no control over and that yet we do have the power yeah. and the authority to walk in knowing that it is not going to touch us it's yeah. not going to affect us guys this is a sticky one this is a sticky one maybe they all hate us now maybe they what if we what if we um fully just offended both sides and now we're just canceled everywhere. Maybe. Sorry. All we're trying to do is be honest of what our process is. Yeah. And uh, man, we hope that you join us at More Church on, what is it? The 28th? The 20, it the 29th, 29th. 29th. Right? 29th. We're, we're yeah. having a family-friendly costume party. That's it. It's called Costume Sunday. Yeah. 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. There'll be candy for all the kiddos. And uh, and the adults are going to dress up too. Because our church is just fine. That's yeah. the thing I love about it. Is that because of the heart of our church. It's so welcoming to all the people. And they all do it. They yeah. go all out. And they have a blast. We do it for a lot of our uh, house parties. Which is our baptism for Sundays. My own, for my we birthday party. We do Sundays. Yeah, yeah. We do all kind of themed things. Me and, and Aaron so, were dressed up like crisscross for our last house party. Baptizing people. Yes. Why not have fun? Yes. While we're doing this Jesus thing. Exactly. That's all. So guys, really the takeaway is that you have to draw a line for you and for your family. Right. And then be okay with it. And be careful as we're judging where other people's lines are. No, it's important. If it's sin, then like that's an important thing to draw a line in. If it's not sin, then you yeah, you don't need to be judging anyone else because good grief. Moms and dads, let's protect our kids. It's really important. Just don't let them watch whatever they want to watch. I know that they say it's not going to scare them. It's going to be fine. But let's just be careful to sensitize those little eyes and those little ears. It's hard. It's hard work. And it's hard because they get mad when they want to do what they want to do. And when all their friends watch it. And when the friends watch it. And like, can I tell you that I was 14, 15 years old and my parents were still saying no to lots of movies and lots of things. And I was so mad. I was so mad at that age. But now I'm so grateful. I'm grateful because I was not smart enough to know what I could and could not do. And the fact that they did that for me. And also, I don't don't hate them for it. I think as parents were 
so afraid, well, maybe they'll hate me and it'll scar them for life. No, we've been giving them for a very short amount of time to steward and they're, we're the only parents that they ever have. And so it's a really important thing to take the time. And now on the other side of it with my kids um, basically grown, I'm like, yep, it was worth it. Yep. And they're, yeah. they're not, they don't ever bring up the fights of the things I said no to now because they don't even remember. Uh, it's a hassle. It's a hassle. I now, if one of our kids wants to watch a movie, I watch it first. Yeah. Titus loves dinosaurs. And so we now that he's eight have started watching through Jurassic Park movies, but I've watched them first in their entirety. I, I look at, um, there's some websites out there. I get the profanity. Yeah. I see if there's any nudity. I guard if it's okay. And you know what? I messed one up. I, uh, I, so he really wanted to watch Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh, yeah. And I told him, okay. And, uh, and we watched it on a Sunday afternoon, and I fell asleep while we were watching it. Oh. And he watched all of Godzilla vs. King Kong by himself and just full of swear words. And so now it's a, it's a conversation that he and I have to regularly have because he says, well, Daddy, I already saw it. I already heard it. <laughs> Why can't I watch this? You said there's too many swear words. You already let me watch this. And I'm like, I know, buddy. That was my mistake. Right. And that's so, super good, bro. That's super good because even if you've let them do it before and you make new lines in the sand, yes. it's really okay if it's not if you're you're not going back on your word, you're making new decisions. Yeah. And that's super good. You have to say that. No, so we've we've got to just be aware. There's one I don't remember which one it is. There's a Jurassic Park movie where there's a big dinosaur that's crawling on the roof yeah. of it. It's too scary. Yeah. It's too scary for him. He's not ready. And he's, he's not relentless. ready to watch it. I've been, I mean, he's relentless. He's given me his like yeah. dissertation about why he should be yes. allowed to watch it. But but even though kids are relentless, we have to be more relentless for yeah. them yeah. because the world won't be. Lillian um, loves watching these girls on YouTube yeah. that do like clothing yeah. reviews and do yeah. whatever stuff they're doing. Super. And Rachel does so good listening to the tone, right? the attitude that these girls have because sometimes they're talking about how the parents are stupid or they're mean to each other call each other ugly and rachel goes in and says hey lily we're not going to watch this yeah because allowing that sets an attitude in my daughter yep. that it's okay for her to act like that super important you're like pastor what are we talking about we're just talking about halloween i know but it's all it's all on the lines that we draw for right. our families and so if you haven't drawn any draw some yeah super good okay good. that's all love you love y'all see ya don't right. hate us <laughs>